So, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Unlocked podcast, which used to be the Lockdown podcast, but I'm changing it to the Unlocked podcast because I feel like, you know, I want to unlock everyone instead of making them remember that we're locked down. (laughs) So, (laughs) welcome Schemo to the show, a.k.a. Gareth. And um, Gareth, uh, say hello. Yeah, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, all right. Where are you in the world at the moment? Uh, I'm currently in the depths of Essex. Oh, amazing. You, yeah. yeah, you've managed to get yourself <laughs> like out of the, the the incredible zone of mayhem then for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, just about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it is it a bit mad over there? Um, no, it's all right, really. To be mm. honest, I'm like a little bit out in the sticks, so it's it's not so bad. Okay, yeah. There's shops have still got items, and it's still yeah. Yeah. really, yeah. In that sort of respect, are people out and about a lot at the moment? Um, funny enough, I feel like there's more people out on the streets than there is normally. Because mm. I think. Everyone, <laughs> because <laughs> like, they're all like oh yeah I've got like one hour or whatever it is mm. they're just like even everyone who wouldn't usually bother going out walking anywhere is going out so just like one pe- one person <laughs> on their own just walking couples families what yeah, that's not allowed is it that's not supposed to happen is it <laughs> I mean my road mm. uh, you'd like in the normal in the normal in the normal sort of time it would mm. you'd be lucky to see like one or two people walking down it but the other day i went to go and get some food and mm. it was just i don't know it was like a high street basically mm. it was it was, uh, it was a bit of a funny one with lots of people was there yeah yeah oh silly, my goodness but... we need to get the patrols over there <laughs> you, you hear about that man who left like this nasty note on this woman's car it's like we've been watching you and you've been going in your car you've been leaving and going in your car you're the problem and he left this note and then she's like an nhs worker so, yes you know. mate there's people to this kind of like self-policing state it's just ridiculous yeah like, no i can understand but so on both a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but look so look this week um you've sent me these some really wicked tracks and you've been it feels like you've been turning over a leaf production wise with your newfound time that you've had is that right yeah mm, yeah i think so i think like as you know, I took like quite a bit, quite a big, no like, gap from writing music, mm. kind of, kind of unintentionally, but then also like intentionally in a way because I didn't really, I, I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't really happy what I was doing before, and I had a bit of like creative block or whatever, mm. and then uh, yeah, and then the universe graced us with this lockdown, and um, <laughs> I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna, get my, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get my laptop out, yeah, and uh, I. Ended- Buying Fruity Loops, 
yeah you said actually that yeah that's really cool (laughs) and you've got so much stuff in that now in the fruity loops pack there was always quite a lot but you must be incredible how much stuff you get with that now yeah i mean i bought i bought like the most uh, basically i bought the most expensive one because i thought you know after all the years of not not paying for it, <laughs> it's all right everyone knows it you know in their past they had a crack copy of fruity loops <laughs> and that's how people started yeah exactly that so i thought you know what I'll, as, as a thank you to the good guys at fl studio i'll just like i'll just bosh out just the most expensive one i could get and then um yeah mate absolutely amazing it's by far the most is the best door i've used in a very very time i think yeah so good so tell me a little bit about the tracks like the um, let's start with the one that's like uh the underwatery one oh what's that one called chatter is that called chatter yeah 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 well i kind of like i'll tell you what that one was a bit of a funny one because I don't usually start with like any sort of, I don't know, goal in mind when mm. I write a track. But that one, I felt like I wanted to write something that was a bit more like techno-y maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's, yeah, I really like it, man. It's got like a, it's, it's quite hard hitting, but it's still subtle. And like I said, it's the underwater one because it reminds me of a kind of underwater sort of, uh, you know, like like an underwater world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I, 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 so I just kind of like, I laid down this like really hard techno drum loop. And I was just mm. like, yeah, man, I like this. Mm. And then it just kind of evolved around that. And um, yeah, I really like It's got really like, like a military, like a military vibe going on about it as well. And yeah, yeah. So where does that come from? Like, what's your, because I know about your influence for that, but tell everyone else. Well, I don't know, man. It's just you, yeah, like you know. I mean, I've been obsessed with the military since I was a little kid, isn't it? Yeah. So after my dad was in the army or whatever, mm. come on, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of like got been obsessed with it forever. So, where was your dad yeah, in the I, army? Whereabouts in the world? He was in Rhodesian Army, Salute Scouts. He was in. Oh wow! Wow, that's yeah. mad. I didn't actually ever talk to him about that. I don't know if it's like you know a, like a touchy subject obviously like that was a hard time over there wasn't it like when yeah it was, yeah, it, was it was it was really bad yeah it was mm. really bad uh, i mean they, they, he was considered special forces i suppose mm. well, well they were considered Damn. so they kind of got like the brunt, brunt of the work mm. all like the horrible stuff so he doesn't really like talking about it too much but no. uh, yeah i think it was a different time and it was it was uh yeah, it was a bit mad. So look, I'm going to play that track now. This is called Chatter. Yeah. And uh, by Schemo.
It reminds me of, um, you know, like the Romanian minimal stuff. Well, I don't know, but yeah. No, there's there's this kind of genre of like techno, which is called, it's like Romanian minimal. And it's it's quite a specific style, but it's, you've definitely got that in there. It's like, it's quite, it's, but it's like a sort of, it's got the trance, um, you know, influence in there as well, for sure. And that, can you remember yeah. the days when we were, when we were younger? And uh, we used to, you know, bunk off of school and and sort of bang out <laughs> on the on these massive speakers, <laughs> Grease two thousand, you know, binary finery. You remember <laughs> Kevin and Perry? Yeah, yeah well, it was the one there was one tune you know, I was always obsessed with, uh, Barbers Adagio. Yeah, I that was that. amazing. That was actually amazing. Yeah, I loved that song. I'll play a sample of it now. Golfs you, doesn't it? Yeah, so good. I, I and I've always had that kind of like. I mean, the whole reason when I went into drum and bass years and years and years ago, the reason why, like, I don't know, maybe I went towards like the darker stuff was because it was still had those like really trancey simps, but some they were making it sound really evil. So I was just like, that's <laughs> what really drew me to that. It sounds really. Talking of which, do you remember when we were young, you were like, because I watched, I watched some, some pretty, you know, you get a chance to watch loads of stuff at the moment. And um, yeah. it reminded me of like when you said that you were haunted by a ghost. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I tell you what, wait, you're going to see that sounds weird as hell, man. Yeah. You just like put me on a here. <laughs> but I don't know how, well, how young we must have been, but we were, we were pretty much pretty very young. Yeah. But I was doing Ouija boards at the time. Wow! Like just me and like a couple others who were just mm. like doing Ouija boards because it was because it was fun. Yeah. And trust me, no one else was pushing it, and it does work. Mm. Like I can hundred percent vouch for that. Mm. Anyway, years and years and years and years later, when I met my wife, mm. um, her aunt is a medium. Right. She's a. It's like. 
what's I say famous one, but she's just a lot of people with money go to see her, so she obviously does something. Yeah. But um, anyway, I sat down with her and just whatever because it was felt like fun. Yeah. And then um, she was like, "You're being followed by someone," and I was like, "What?" Just like. Don't parry me, anyone. Don't parry me. I've just literally got a tingle along my spine when you said that. Man. Like, <laughs> wow. Oh, like, years I said it. Years I said it. And then um, she said, yeah, you basically, this person's been around you for years. They've been around you for a very long time and they're not good. They're not, they're not a good person to have around you. And then... Um, she like done some blessing or whatever and mm. apparently it's now gone but wow yeah. that's yeah. amazing and I never said anything no I'd never told her. I didn't tell her anything about it obviously and I, but I didn't even tell Sarah because was it just the goth makeup that you were wearing you just you know <laughs> <laughs> the ripped clothes you know the dark eyes she just saw her straight through she was like this guy's been listening to dark Tech, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's. Like, like you say, you don't think about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's something that happened. But you don't. Why do you talk about it? You don't ever talk about it. Because when you're a kid, you like to kind of imagine these things. I remember being in school and being, you know, like into like the Goosebump series and being, you know, like I'd want to go into the to the PE cupboard. Like we'd go into the PE cupboard, which is quite a big one in our school. And it was yeah. like, you know, yeah. we'd go in there like investigators, like Mulder and Scully. Do you know what I mean? And be like, right, just let's just stay here and don't say anything. And then something would move, you know, something would move or there'd be like a cold wind. Did you feel that cold wind? You know, oh, and I've always been I've always been obsessed with it or well, not obsessed, but I've always been kind of into it as as a thing. And obviously it's intriguing. And I remember years yeah. ago. Um, I was with uh, a friend. Um, no, I was with a few people actually. We went to this place called Pluckley. Have you ever heard of Pluckley? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we went to Pluckley, and it was like supposed to be the most haunted place in Britain. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But we would, you know, it was like, you know, we was just like, right, let's go and check it out. And we went, and we were all holding hands. We were all walking along into this place. It was so foggy. There was all these crazy little fogs. And it was, uh, yeah. and then suddenly someone heard something and then everyone ran and then I got left behind and I was, you know, everything goes in your, everything goes in your head. You know, you're just like, jeez, I just want to get out of here. And they, we got, uh, I got a big one about, um, we went to, uh, uh was it Petswoods? Mm. Or Epping, maybe one or two anyway. And a group of us went mm. and um, we're blazing or whatever in the, in the woods. Mm. And it was me and Kenneth. So me and Kenneth, we're like, obviously we're quite confident because as you know, we, we're all cadets together. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're confident in the woods at night. So it was fine. And um, we're playing tricks. Anyway, on the way back, we were just walking along and it, we had we heard this sound as if someone, uh, I don't know if you can imagine it, but when someone flicks a coin so like the sound of their nail hitting the coin and then Ching. the coin hitting the ground. Yeah. And then the, the coin hitting the ground, but it hit the ground right next to me and Kenneth. Mm. And, um, we just both looked at each other. And we were just like, was that you? 
And then he was like, no. Nah. And I was like, it's worth me, Ken. And then, yeah, <laughs> mate, everyone. Doubt me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do. I don't know. I like. I go from believing in these things to not believing. And I just think, you know, there's there's got to be something else out there in like sounding like the, the X-Files there. There's something out there. But it's, you know, there is something more than just the physical world and there you know, I always feel like we kind of Mate, it's, oh, you just got memory. Oh but, sorry, I'm gonna like proper digress now. We're kind of the same subject, but Go on. I saw I am hundred percent convinced I saw a ghost one day in, yeah. in the same sort of setting. Mm. We were just like in some forest going to have a blaze or whatever. Right. Bearing we haven't blazed at this point. We we're walking to somewhere. Right. And um I was walking along and then I saw some, I saw who I thought was Rue mm. leaning against a tree, weeing. I thought he was just like, <laughs> you know, someone stopped on the side of the path and was weeing against a tree. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it, continued walking. And then I went, oh, hold up, everyone. Let's, let's wait for Rue. And then I turned around to look for Rue and then Rue was like, oh, I'm here, bruv. And then there was, I, there was no one at that tree and I can 100% guarantee that I saw someone standing against that tree weeing well what I thought was weeing they had their back to me and it like, so what you said the, the, the ghost impersonated Ruhe <laughs> well yeah like, to me it was Ruhe to me I thought it was Ruhe like they were dressed they were clearly dressed similar I don't, I don't, I don't know like, to yeah. Me, yeah it was as if Ruhe was weeing against a tree Wow. I didn't see any face or nothing. It was just like... <laughs> mate, honestly, that fucked up. Fucked yeah. up. No, yeah. it's amazing. I, yeah. I, I think it, it could be, you know, it's like the convergence of dimensions or like, you know, the, the crossing over of dimensions. You don't know, do you? Don't, we, we really don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know, because I mean, obviously humans can't see the full spectrum of light or whatever. And I think maybe there's like situations where maybe you can see a little bit of extra of that spectrum, and then maybe that I don't know. Yeah, ghost just came in this room. (laughs) 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 Now that was quite freaky, though, because. The, the door just opened and then no one came through and I was like what the but yeah no it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's good now mate I can tell by that laugh no there was you know there's an Italian ghost here you never know <laughs> <laughs> no, do you remember that programme Strange But True mm-hmm. Michael Aspel yeah that was amazing and, and there was real there was videos of alleged real ghosts in there which were throwing things around portergeists you know throwing things around and that used yeah. to really like I, I think I was just allowed to stay up for it like after a program it's like I don't think that my parents understood the level of fear that that was putting me into <laughs> <laughs> Like I couldn't sleep after that. I really couldn't because your mind just goes, "Oh no, what if that thing comes?" Or you know, you'd hear a sound. And but yeah, I think I think it's good for you in some ways. It keeps you know, it's good to 
even if it is just your imagination i don't know i mean fantasized about it you know what i mean like Mm. yeah i think I mean, when we, when I was doing Ouija boards, I mean, I can hundred percent guarantee they work. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Ca- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, my, my level of mind's like, yeah, it's just like a collective consciousness almost that makes it move, and yeah. then kind of like everyone predicts what it's saying, so therefore everyone kind of subconsciously moves towards the next letter, mm. and then it's this kind of group effort, or. Or it could be, or it could be an actual spirit pushing it. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the first is obviously more, more believable, more, more probably along the lines of it. But yeah, no, yeah. I watched that film, The Others, last night. I don't know if you've seen it with Nicole Kidman, and uh, it's quite a surprise. If you haven't seen it, it's quite. It's you know, it's kind of set in the period. It's like a period ghost film, but it's got like an interesting twist. Whereas yeah, I don't. I don't think I should tell you actually, but yeah, if you want a like a little tingly one, I won't ruin it for you then. But it's quite good. Also watched that um, series on Netflix yesterday. Um, we watched the whole thing because it was it was only four episodes, but it's called Unorthodox. Yeah. Have you heard? Yeah, of it? mate, that's amazing, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's so good. That, honestly. Like, that was one of the like the biggest surprise since this lockdown I've, I've almost completed Netflix I think yeah <laughs> <laughs> got the badge <laughs> completed Netflix badge uh, I went because I went to I saw it and I, I looked it up and I went to Williamsburg mm. where it's set in, in New York oh wow and when me and Sarah went there we were trying to get to somewhere else and we thought we'd just get a a metro to some other bit and then go for a walk, not realising where we were going. It was just called Williamsburg to us. We didn't know what that meant. Mm. And then, anyway, we got there and there was like loads of Hasidic Jews everywhere and was like, this is, this is crazy. It's just this is like, it's like a really interesting place. And then, after a little while, I, I became aware that we were being followed by someone. What? By two dudes. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, mushies. Like, was, it, was it a mushy? Well, yeah, it was like a Hasidic Jew, yeah, like proper, like, with the Checking hat and everything. Out. Yeah, they were obviously, because, I don't know, I don't know what goes on there, but maybe normal yeah. New Yorkers don't go there or something, but... Um, yeah, you were just, like, we were, kind of alien yeah. in the area, so what's this guy doing here? Yeah, yeah, it must, yeah, it must have been like that, and she, Sarah, started to get a little bit worried about it, but I was just like, no, it's fine, so we don't, we've got nothing to, we're not doing anything, and we're, we're English, do you know what I mean? It's just like... If they do ask us what, we're just blah, 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 we're just walking through it. But, um, Man, so many emotions watching that that series because yeah. it was like, you know, you feel like, wow, you know, like like that. those guys are just out of order to that girl, you know, just keeping her there yeah. and, you know, and it, it's like, and I understand that it's like, it's just so, like such an old traditional thing and I can understand why people want to just keep to that because obviously that's where they feel safe and that's what they've known. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's in yeah. their books of their religious books, and you just think. I think, like, I think the um, like the, the main difference of the Williamsburg um, lot is that they're um, they're like very like hung up on the whole Holocaust thing. So, right. uh, I say that's like really flippant words to be using, I suppose. But mm. you know what I mean by that. They're, they're like they're, it's very important to their history, and yeah. they it's very important. That they acknowledge it constantly. Right. So then they become this kind of like <clears throat> us against them sort of 
Yeah, it just seems to be the easiest thing to make at the minute. And bolognese, do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. You've been enjoying it. You've got it for a couple of days. So. Man, I did these amazing um, Kievs last night. I got chicken breast. I coated it in, I flattened it with the meat tenderizer and I um, filled it with like scomorzo, which is like a smoked cheese, with butter, fresh mm. herbs, like thyme and garlic, and just, you know, put the breadcrumbs on Ooh. it, popped it Lovely. in the oven. And it was so good, man. It was like, wow, I've always wanted to do a Kiev and it was just everything I wanted <laughs> from a Kiev. But <laughs> what I wanted to talk to you about is your chilies because I remember you used to make some great uh, chilli sauces. Have you been doing that recently? Yeah. Or have you just Was that a phase? Uh, no, so, um, well, I haven't, I haven't been growing any this year. So mm. last year I... Well, I started getting into crossbreeding chilies. Is is um is what is what happened basically. Mm. I, so I, there's this chili called a Zimbabwean black, which mm. is um sounds serious. It, if you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you like, um, if you're like aware of what chilies usually look like, but they've got white flowers usually. Right. Um, I'm not that aware of them actually, but yeah, I feel like I should be. They um, but yeah, these ones have purple flowers, and then the um the pods themselves they they grow black and then mm. turn red when they go right okay um so i was like that's really cool so i tried well i did crossbreed that with another one called um rg lemon could say that again a, you broke up a little bit um rg lemon aji lemon okay um, basically yellow the yellow chilies mm. and um yeah, I crossbred those, hoping that I what might get. What do you mean you crossbred like them? You actually got the female and the male of the both species. And... Yeah, well, they're, that's amazing. They're pollinating anyway, so they've got both male and female Organ. sexual organs mm. in in each plant. So the middle bit, the stigma, or whatever it's called, stigma, whatever you want. Stigma, I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called the stigma. <laughs> I think that's a totally different subject, stigmata. I'm not sure what it is. Hey, Siri, what is stigmata? Hang on a minute. It's the appearance of bodily wounds, scars and pain in locations corresponding to the crucifixion wounds of Christ. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) It's not that. It's not that. Um, but you know, what I mean? little, little stick thing in the middle of a flower. Mm. That is the female part, obviously, and yeah. um, and the pollen bits and the male bit. And it's really simple. When it's just before the flower opens, it kind of like bulges. Mm. You take that flower and you cut the you cut the petals off, mm. and then you cut the the bits with, that have the pollen on. You cut those off, mm. and then you take one another flower that's already opened and it has pollen on it and you rub it on the stigma and um that Ooh. crossbreeds it so the, the chilies that come off of that flower sounds spicy like man it <laughs> sounds like yeah. some spicy situation going on there <laughs> and well, what was the result what was the result of that so then oh it's long to explain but then you no, the, don't worry. the pod that comes off has has mixed has the crossbred seeds in it, yeah, and then you grow the seeds, and then from that, there's something called an F1, mm. uh, so the first the first generation of it, and it's really unstable the first generation, mm. so you'll get like I don't know random looking pods or like mutated pods on it, right, 
but then at that point what you do is you pick the pods that look the best the ones that have the characteristics that you like mm. and then you take those seeds and grow those seeds and then you get an f2 and then you keep doing that up until f8 and that's when it stabilizes whoa that's a serious so you job got, you must have been yeah, quite dedicated and to do this yeah well i tell you sorry you don't really need to be dedicated you just no, have just to keep to, growing like, have planted them yeah. yeah and then you just like when it comes to the time you just choose what pods you like you grow those seeds and you just carry on amazing so, um, and what was the with the I, was, I tasted some of the chili that you made and it was awesome it was oh, absolutely amazing oh, it, i that, loved it right? that's awesome wedding was um so i it's really easy to make a chili sauce that's mm. really fucking hot mm. it's, it's so easy to do that but it's much harder to make like a, a mild sauce that mm. tastes really good right so um i spent i don't know leading up to my wedding i spent months ordering loads of different chilies and then i came across this thing called the golden triangle of mexican chilies which is like ancho guayilo and i forget what the other one was the next uh pasilla chilies okay um and they're, they're all like smoked chilies but they're they're very medium heat they're very low heat but mm. they taste really good yeah well it's like i'm gonna make a sauce out of that and then i made the sauce and it wasn't that hot so i added some other chilies in it which were bird's eyes um yeah. just to bring the heat up a little bit and that that was the end result was the wedding sauce yeah. that was awesome it's so good it's so lovely like a balance in there it was like slightly smoky it wasn't crazy hot but it was like it was peng it was you know it really hit the back of you you know you just like you knew you'd had some because those little bird's yeah. eye chilies we have those here that's the ones we use and they yeah. are so, even the tiniest one that will kill you yeah. you know that was, it's like you eat a whole one of those you're just because <laughs> there's those ones called the naga chilies are they the hottest ones are they i mean they're probably hotter, hotter ones but they're quite hot aren't they caroline reapers are probably the hottest but there's um so in that whole period i started like getting into the scene i don't know there's a mm. scene for there's chili a chili yeah UK. of course yeah um, so I started getting quite heavily into that and started like knowing, starting to get to know the people who develop these these chilies on like you know that's a big hobby or whatever. Mm. But there's another one, uh, the guy who done the Dorset Naga, yeah. which is a type of Naga. Yeah, from Dorset, um, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's trying to develop some other one, but it's got some like cryptic num letter and number name at the minute mm. which is even hotter than the reaper <clears throat> but he's just trying to stabilize it it's on like f4 or something at the minute okay so he's got another four seasons before it stabilizes but um so you're still up to date with this stuff you really like you are like you're into the chili scene which i love yeah <laughs> 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 yeah you got more into chilies than you did in music recently, which, <laughs> but now it's come back around. Now you've been eating all the chilies, you're inspired. You got all the ghosts and chilies. <laughs> and it's a funny thing because I haven't got any plants this year because I just, I just, had, I didn't have no will to do any. Of this Where were you growing them? So I've got this thing called a grow pod, which is basically like a hydroponics kit, mm. essentially. Yeah, it's like a little tub. Yeah. And it has a little pump in it. Yeah. And it, above it is a little light. Has it got the hydroponic just, um, kind of stones? 
Um, no, so it's yeah, yeah, basically. But they the plants sit in pots, and then the pots sit in the water in this like. Oh thing. wow! Okay. Yeah. So it's like aquaponics, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah. <laughs> Call it what you like, but it's is it got the light built in? Right, it's got one of those ones I've seen. Yeah. I think it's got everything built yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's got. It's pretty good. I mean, the, the, the only the only real issue with it, with it is if you got like a chili plant that's quite naturally quite big, it's um, it's really difficult to keep it essentially bonsai because it's yeah, you not that keep, big. You know, keep I mean, trim yeah. it down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where I've got this book and it's got lots of nice statements in it and. Um, there is it's the stillness speaks book and so what i want you to do i've got a number between as uh, uh, one and 129 no okay. not 127 sorry so i want you to just right. choose a random number and then i'm going to read the passage from that okay 111 111 yeah yeah okay right so some people become deeply peaceful and almost luminous just before they die, as if something is shining through the dissolving form. Something, sometimes it happens that very ill or old people become almost transparent, so to speak, in their last few weeks, months or even years of their lives. As they look at you, you may see a light shining through their eyes. There is no psychological suffering left. They have surrendered and so the person, the mind-made egoic me, has already dissolved. They have died before they have died and found the deep inner peace that is the realisation of deathless within themselves. My goodness, Gareth. <laughs> that was a... Uh, wow. That, yeah, that's... Yeah, well, thanks for that, Dave. Yeah, that's really nice of you, mate. <laughs> let's, let's do another one. Let's do, like, so, okay, so I want you to choose a number between um, is it between 1 and uh, and 127, okay? 97. Okay. You're, you're going for these high number ones, which I think are quite um, related to... Right, okay, so... Right, this is, this is it. It's a very quick one. It goes, Human interaction can be hell, or it can be great spiritual practice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's, what do you think that means? You've enlightened me, I'm not going to lie. I feel like, I feel like after this conversation, I'm going to go away and um, feel so much better about death. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, covered, we've covered some ground here. Right, I'm, I'm going to just do one more, okay? Just just because third yeah, time lucky. From, uh, from chili sauce to talking about the moments just before death. But. <laughs> but there is that one, the Reaper, isn't there? The Reaper chili. So I think they do relate. They do relate. Yeah. So look, I'm going to get you to choose one more, okay? One, one, one more number, okay? 17 17 okay okay so um, 
This is it. It's just a very short one. It goes, Spiritual awakening is awakening from the dream of thought. Okay. Yeah, it sounds about it. That's a good one. That's a good one, isn't it? I like that one. And and the other one on this page, just because it's here, okay, is uh, dogmas. Because this is going on to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I can see it. Dogmas, religious, political, scientific, arise out of the erroneous belief that thought can be encapsulate can encapsulate reality or the truth. Dogmas are collective conceptual prisons, and the strange thing that people love that their prison cells lo- love about their prison cells is because they give them a sense of security and a false sense of I know. Nothing has inflicted more suffering on humanity than its dogmas. It's very true that every dogma crumbles sooner or later because reality will eventually disclose its falseness. However, unless the basic delusion of it has seen of it is seen for what it is, it will be replaced by others. What is this basic delusion? Identification within thought. And I put I'm putting that book down now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, mate. Yeah, that's oh, great. I think that was that was really on par with what we were talking about as well. There's there's lots of yeah. considerably yeah related relational things there. That was cool, yeah. and I think it's true. I think I I wrote that tune, the um, the fabric of consciousness, and the whole thing is you know obviously we do tell small lies and we do lie, but if the thing is if you if you keep lying to yourself about things or lying about stuff, then your world is like your world falls apart. It doesn't mean anything. It yeah. just, it's not. It doesn't exist.
talk about a certain website that you've you've got as well that that you happen to be running which was really you know relevant to that as well um yeah that's quite quite true running that for a little while yeah and um so just just tell us a little about about when you started this website well um yeah, that, that, I can't I can't even remember when it was. I think maybe it was like 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Mm. Um, I started getting into this kind of like, I don't know, rabbit hole is what most people call it, I suppose, where I think actually it was the 9-11 stuff that kind of like made, made me start that journey. Like, so you've got like 3 million reach Per post, a week, kind yeah. of per week, yeah. per yeah, average. Wow, that's a lot of people. Is it, do you feel like there's some kind of responsibility with that comes with that? Yeah, I think like um, yeah, I, th- I, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, I've really felt it with recently is um, is the whole five G causing coronavirus. Right. Yeah. But you, you must have heard about it. Yeah, I it's, have. it's everywhere. Um, like don't get me wrong I think maybe 5G might cause damage to someone right it might it might it might cause something an adverse effect right but I don't for a while I don't for one second think that 5G masks are causing this thing that people are calling coronavirus right mm. um, and, but my biggest gripe about it is the fact that it's such a dangerous theory to be spreading around on the net, especially mm. at the moment, because um, if you manage to convince one person to take more risk than they than they would usually, because they don't believe that coronavirus is a virus and it's actually being caused by 5G, mm. and they go out and they touch something, they get the virus, they get it, it gets really bad and they die. Yeah that's a really big responsibility for the person who's sharing that misinformation. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think um, a lot of people, when they share it, they don't really think about that sort of stuff. And uh, we've been inundated with people because a lot of people send us stuff. How oh, can you post this? Can you talk about this or whatever? Mm. Um, I think a lot of people kind of like my rants that I have about stuff. Mm. So then they send me something about a subject and then I have a rant about it and then they, I don't know, they like it or whatever. Mm. Um, but what's... Because have they done any, like, actual scientific testing? They must... To actually put a technology like 5G out, they must be able... They must have significant amounts of testing done already, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there are videos around where the US Congress are asking phone companies about whether they've done scientific tests about whether it damages humans or whatever and the, the, sh- the short answer to that is that no they haven't it, it is from the videos that i've seen maybe they have they've done it now since those videos came out but um yeah maybe they have done some testing but the general generally accepted rule is um is the difference between something called an ionizing and a non-ionizing ionizing radiation mm. So a non-ionizing radiation means that it doesn't affect the cell walls of a human. It doesn't affect the DNA. Right. Right. That's non-ionizing radiation is stuff like your mobile phone, your microwave, mm. stuff like that. 
So it, it's it's in a it's in a frequency that doesn't damage uh, biological cells. Okay. Uh, and then it gets all the way up until the point where I don't know, like an X-ray machine or whatever, where that's called an ionizing radiation that mm. has the ability to break down cells and it has the ability to damage DNA. Right. Um, so to put it into perspective, I'll, I'm just going to take example frequencies out of my head. I don't know these frequencies. The frequencies aren't right. But mm. say, for example, well, I know for a fact 5G runs on 60 gigahertz. Right. So to get to, so the difference between 5G and mm. the start of the ionizing radiation levels, I think is some. I think the start of ionizing radiation levels is like, I don't know, a thousand and something gigahertz. Right. So we talk. If you imagine the difference between 60 gigahertz and a thousand gigahertz, right, it's quite a big difference. How big? Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge Nine hundred and forty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know, I, I I can't do I'm not gonna do the maths, but I don't know, twenty times more um radiation w- will be required to damage cells. Mm. That's the ju- I, I mean I'm pulling those numbers out. out, out, out yeah, but I can hear air, what you're saying, yeah, no, you're right. I can see yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. There's a huge difference between 5G and mm. the the start of ionizing radiation frequencies. Okay, and people don't really kind of understand that. And when you try and explain that, they don't want to understand it because it's kind of you know, it's hard mm. to understand it. Yeah. Um, so but that's just... the science behind. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, we don't know whether it's going to cause damage or not because we don't. No, no one's ever put 60 gigahertz transmitters in such close proximity to people. Mm. who are going to live beneath it constantly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like... Um, because what about, your, what about your... What um, about your, like, Wi-Fi box? Isn't that... What does that run on? That, is that, like, 5.7 or something? No, that, yeah. So the 5G part of, of a Wi-Fi is only 5 gigahertz. Okay. So they call oh. it 5G. Oh, it's 5 gigahertz. Oh, yeah. I see. So 5G is just because it's up above 4G. So what was 4G then? Um, I don't know. I think that's... I, d- I don't know. I don't no, know. But I, it's obviously less than I, 60. Yeah, if I picked a figure out. But it's considerably less. It's not... Yeah. Um, because it's not, obviously... It's not a 4 it's a, it's a bigger band. It's a be- bigger, bigger bandwidth, right? 60. You can fit yeah, more well, stuff in. Oscillates much quicker. So you can fit a lot more data in this these short bursts it's you know also I mean? harder to actually send that it takes more energy or does it just needs to be closer to actually transmit that right yeah i mean all right so think about it musically mm. you've got a sound up in i don't know in 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 whatever megahertz yeah say that's like, like eight thousand five thousand a really tinny sound right yeah that sound doesn't travel very far and if you want it to travel far you have to really amplify it yeah so it's the same it's the same thing when you're talking about the 60 gigahertz okay so if so the reason that's why they need to put so many 5g aerials around yeah because it can't transmit far distant it can't transmit really far Mm. and if you were to transmit really far you have to put a lot of energy into it and that would then be dangerous 
and then but yeah but then you'd get close to it and it would be like really high energy you know oscillation yeah you know really dangerous okay i don't know yeah so where do you stand like how do you like you know because obviously these people are going crazy saying oh it's the 5g and so how do you mediate that i don't know like i just kind of um i just kind of point out that look you can have your theory Mm. have it like who am i to tell you that your theory is wrong because i don't know that it's wrong Mm. and you just as much as you don't know that you're right Mm. so but what i do know is that if you manage to convince just one person to walk out their house and not wear protective glasses or not wear gloves or or touch something and lick their finger or something ridiculous if you just manage to convince someone to do just just one person to do that Mm. then you're then you've got a lot of weight on your shoulders yeah because that you don't want someone to believe it enough to to then die do you know what i mean yeah i mean over the years we've had people will message us and they're like saying oh man like i'm really deep in the in the rabbit hole whatever in fact, actually, one that really stuck with me was <clears throat> this woman messaged us. Mm. Turned out to be the mum of one of our followers, right? And uh, that she was like, she basically she was thanking us in a way mm. because they're saying, "Ah, oh, um, you, my son became um, obsessed with these things, and um, you kind of like helped to kind of, you know." mediate or kind of like yeah he's your opinion yeah and um he had tried to take his life because he thought that that he thought that the world was against him basically he he, like Mm. he had taken all of these conspiracy theories about the nwo and and all that sort of stuff and Mm. it hit him kind of like put weight on his shoulders and he tried to take his life or whatever Mm. and um yeah, we, we get lots of people who are in that situation and they message us and I'm just like, look, mate, it, it really doesn't matter. Like, I understand conspiracy theories and all these theories about um, this overarching government or overarching organisation. Mm. They're scary. They're really scary. But yeah. um, so you've you got just to kind gotta, of sit on the fence a little bit, haven't you? You've got to kind of... Yeah, just step out. Like, I had to stop doing poetry. Like, at, at the beginning, I got really obsessed. Mm. And... Uh, I had just recruited quite a few admins at the time. Yeah. And I just said, look, I need to take some time out, mate. I need to, like, I need to, you lot, just run it. I need to take some time out because it, it was engulfing my life. I mean, yeah, it was, um, that's all I could think about. It was all I could talk about. Yeah. And, um, and I started to feel like I was getting depressed by it all. So, I am. Um, no, yeah, some heavy stuff. It's definitely it's, it's not like light-hearted, jovial stuff, is it? It's just, you know. No, I think a lot of people get absorbed into it, and then they get like, you know, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult subject, and I, like I think when you like going back to your question, do you feel like a responsibility? And I, I feel like yeah. that's where my responsibility lies because I don't want to pump people full of this information that eventually could cause them to do something silly yeah because they don't they they're they're incapable of maybe looking at it from an outside point of view or as as i as i can yeah so just being a sort of reason a voice of reason within all of this kind of you know conspiracy (laughs) chaos yeah 
right. I can only, like I always say to people that ask questions, like, I don't know. I don't know wh- whether what I'm saying is right or not. But right. I yeah. can only tell you where I have my doubts or where I think it's, or what I think is right. Yeah. And then... But opening, obviously opening these things up for discussion is the best thing and just kind of getting, because that's the great thing about social media is that you can discuss. You must get some nutcases that contact you and say, oh, you're, you know, this and that. And you must get that, don't you? And you must must say, (laughs) they're so passionate about it, aren't they? Yeah, I think like we, um, we, we kind of, we quite heavily backed Jeremy Corbyn for, Mm in the political race or whatever mm. and it did like we got a lot of, we got death threats we got all that shit but yeah. you know it's just um, you just got to take it a pinch of salt and then just leave it open to the forum and let people let people talk about it there are going to be people that there are going to be people that don't like what you're saying mm. but it's how you engage with those people I think is the most important thing you know if someone's calling you a dickhead or saying, oh, you should be killed for the things you're saying, it's just like, well, you're not the one that's losing, are you? They're the ones that have lost because they're the ones that are, they're in that frame of mind. So yeah. they've already lost. Yeah, it's sad. You know, it's sad. Somebody has to do that, know, isn't it? But look, to get into that frame of mind, you want to hurt someone. So that, that, you've lost mm. any argument. So look, where, uh, where do you think it's going to go with this now? Where do you want to take cloak truth is because it's kind of becoming a bit it's a media organization really isn't it it's like the the canary yeah. or you know such things and, yeah. and like i think it's it's definitely something that could be looked at as quite a powerful force in in the media world and and it's got a lot of kind of um it could you know yeah it's got you know, it's got a voice hasn't it yeah i think like when maybe two years ago or something I we uh, a bit longer than that the the group so all the all like the major Facebook page Hmm. or owners whatever you want to call it um, in the UK got together and um, I was the last one to go in because they thought Cloak Truth was American where we only post stuff about the UK it's a bit of a weird one Hmm. and um, anyway during that this guy this organization who fund their investors and they invest in alternative media companies. So they're the people that invested in, in the Canary and it's how Canary got its funding and whatever else. Um, so they organized the meeting and they said, Oh look, we want to give you some funding. We're like, we, we like what's going on. And I turned up and they had this list, quite literally a list of things that if they were going to give funding, these things had to come off. These we criteria, like that, you couldn't. These are the things you can't talk about, basically. Right. And um, as, as soon as that, as soon as they handed that list over, and I, I read the first, like I don't know, three lines of it, and I was just like, I didn't push the back of them. Sorry, I don't think we have the same leaf here. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, that was that, and I. And it was at that point, because during that meeting, they said, oh, um, if if you became a um, if you became an official media company, mm. you would become the second large alternative media company in the UK immediately. And um, well, that was 
when that, yeah exactly that was exactly because i hadn't ever considered it to me it's just it's whatever it's a few people it's a few numbers on the screen however many people follow right but um yeah it was at that point when i thought oh okay. why is that because of the nature of what it is is that so because of our reach and our influence basically mm. um we would become the second biggest after the canary um yeah, and that was like a really big hitting thing for me. And then, uh, and then years progressed, and I, I think I was the no dapple. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but the Dakota Access Pipeline. It was a. Mm. It was a. The Americans were protesting. Yeah, with the, the drones, they used the drones to to exactly that. Surveil so that. Yeah. Very in in that protest, I cottoned on to it. I just randomly saw a video of of this guy with a drone and. So I messaged him. I said, look, mate, look, I have this page. At, so I think we had 180,000 followers or something at the time. And I said, um, it's got all these followers. It's yours. If you want to use it to get to get your story out, it's yours. Mm. Um, and he agreed. And then the, the biggest, the, the point where I realized how important Code Truth was, mm. was at the end of that protest, when the, when the government finally cracked down, they had this meeting with all um chiefs or whatever it was mm. and um the guy um his name was fixico mm. um he he started dreaming and he said look i want you to watch this because you know you've been important I said, okay cool talking about it and then it gets to one point and then this chief basically says um starts thanking me mm. for the support and then saying oh if it wasn't for coach truth our story would never have got out to the world. Wow. And then I was just like, what? <laughs> that's, that's like, I had no idea yeah. of how much impact it had at the beginning. Because after we got involved, it was only like I mean, a couple of weeks after that, maybe a couple, maybe a month or something, and all the big news networks started coming on. And this chief was basically saying, well, without Coach Houston, we wouldn't have, ever, that would never have happened. We wow. would still be, yeah. And that, cause yeah, that, that actually, was, what actually happened with that pipeline in the end? Um, basically, the government changed the law to be able to remove them from from that land. Just, oh. So they lost. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah. That's sad, man. But you almost almost swayed it for them in that case. If they hadn't, if the government hadn't well, changed the law. Yeah, I mean, it gave them a massive fighting chance, essentially, and. Um, mm. This, awesome. this is the thing. I'm, I, uh, mm. Yeah, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really acknowledge it at the time. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know the effect that it was having. Mm. It just had, it just had that effect. And sometimes I feel like it means more to other people than it means to me. And then, um, yeah, you yeah, don't really just, consider yeah. you did. You don't really consider it as as highly as people do outside of, you know, outside of it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It is, man. No, it's great. It's great work, mate. I hope you keep it up. And I, you know, it's really lovely to have you on the show. And you know, I hope you know you get you get a nice uh, rest of your quarantine. And uh, you know, you can, <laughs> yeah, got time to do some yeah. more music because I look forward to those coming out. I think great tracks. I'm going to play the last track now, um, yeah. and the one that I chose um, is um, Substance. So that that was 
and uh, yeah, I really, I really like this track.